0: Welcome to the CIBC Private Wealth Management's Advisor Podcast. No one spends the time, money, and energy to set up a trust and then thinks to themselves, I don't care what happens with this. You want to make sure your beneficiaries are able to make the most out of your assets, so you want to make smart choices. But there's a secret. The continued maintenance of your trust, particularly your trustees, is just as important as how you set it up. According to Dale Kaiser... Founder of the Kaiser Law Group, a firm focused on estate planning, estate and trust administration, and family business planning, you want to make sure you have the right people appointed when it comes time to administer your estate. And because each family and plan is different, that can be a lot trickier than it might first appear. I
1: focus on a few key things in the plan to make sure that it really is appropriate for them. So I will focus on provisions for their children if they have them and I'll ask about their children's situation, if things have changed, if they're married, um, the provisions for the spouse. I'll also focus on who will be acting in various capacities, the attorney in in under the durable power of attorney, the personal representative under the will, the trustee. Those are really important things for people to focus on because over time, those are the things that often um, become outdated.
0: Choosing the right fiduciaries, the people who will act on your behalf, is critical to ensuring the proper administration of your estate. So what are some of the considerations you need to make?
1: So there are several different kinds of fiduciaries, and the longest term fiduciary is the trustee. So if you have an estate plan that has a trust involved, That's your longest serving fiduciary. It's really important that that individual or institution understand the responsibilities of the job and not treat it as if it's an informal arrangement. Because trustees have duties to the beneficiary, they're responsible for investing the funds, they're responsible for accounting to beneficiaries, and they're responsible to exercise discretion and determine what is the best exercise of the discretion at any particular time. So it's important that they be educated, that they be someone that understands the family, the family dynamics, and understands their role.
0: You might be listening and thinking, The trustees I set up are relatives or close family friends, so I don't need to worry, right? Well, the truth isn't so simple. Not regularly reviewing and updating your trustees can cause major headaches for your beneficiaries long after you're gone.
1: When we create a trust, we look down the road. We look at a trust and say, if this happens, then the trust provides such and such. And then at the end of that, there's going to be another circumstance. So it could be for the benefit of your child, and then on the child's death, it could go to that child's children, your grandchildren. And so there's a succession of beneficial interests in a trust. It could also be for the benefit of a spouse, and then children, and then grandchildren. So it's generational. So you're going to want to think through who, who would be the best trustee at various times and you're not going to be able to know in all circumstances who would be the best trustee for grandchildren way down the line but you will be able to set up a mechanism for trustees at different times and it may not be the same individual or institution you want to have the flexibility and a mechanism in the trust for changing trustees appointing them perhaps removing them and replacing them and so a really good trust makes sure that that is considered as part of the trust
0: another issue that often becomes complicated with trustees is how much information they provide to the beneficiaries for example If a child inherits a substantial trust, when do you reveal the full details? What should be done with the assets in the meantime? Dale believes these are issues you need to work out with your trustees sooner rather than later. I
1: think exercising discretion is something that uh, is very difficult. It's subjective, but I think it's something that can be set out between the trustee and the beneficiary or beneficiaries in a way that there's a plan. So it's determined that this type of expense or every year we will do this, or this is our general goal for this trust and for this beneficiary is a I think a good way to approach it. And what that does is it, it gives you an outline of all the parties an outline of what the intent is and what role the trust will play in that beneficiary's life.
0: Dale also suggests setting up general goals for each trust to make sure both the trustee and beneficiary understand their roles and know what to expect.
1: If it's an individual trustee, I think it's important for that individual trustee to have a conversation some type of a dialogue with the beneficiary or beneficiaries and to set out parameters. CIBC has a trust committee so that exercise of discretion is monitored and there's there's a decision-making process.
0: What about co-trustees?
1: I recommend generally a co-trustee for a lot of reasons. One reason is that I think generally speaking, two heads are better than one. In many family situations, There are advantages to have what I call an outsider. Some people call it a disinterested trustee or an independent trustee, which can be a corporate trustee or an individual. And I think having that provides more flexibility for the trustees in terms of exercising discretion. So there are a lot of advantages to having that disinterested or independent trustee, whether it's an institution or an individual, and I recommend it all the time.
0: So when is the right time to review your list of trustees? How do you know when to make changes? Look,
1: if you have a change in circumstances in your family, or you hear about a change in the law, or, you know, it's been a number of years and we try not to put a number on the number of years because it depends on your particular circumstances or if you know for example that the people you've named to have certain jobs have died they've moved away or there's a problem those are the times that you should come in
0: more on this and other topics in the latest edition of CIBC Private Wealth Management's advisor find it on privatewealth.com Dot .us.cibc.com dot dot CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, and CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly-owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group LLC and the Private Wealth Division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Contents expressed are current as of the date of this publication and may change without notice.